Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to episode seven of Tipsy Tourism, the podcast where we visit top tourist attractions whilst enjoying some alcoholic beverages in an incredibly responsible manner. My name is Chelsea and I'm in charge of choosing the activity. And I'm James and I choose the drink from my drinks trolley. And big news. Yeah. Oh, huge, huge news. Huge news. We are out of isolation. I can leave the house today. Have you left yet? I have. I've picked up some bread from the local shop. How far um, away is that shop, please? It's uh, probably about a 90 second walk. Wow. Went in there. Oh, that was the highlight of my week. And then came back here and had a bacon sandwich. <laughs> well, forget that. I'm about to totally go above and beyond, you know, local shop levels with the activity we've got planned today. Oh, it is, yeah. Which we have tried to now go to twice. <laughs> Third time lucky. <laughs> yeah. We today are going to Marble Arch Mound. Mound. Now, it's only been open a few weeks, but it's already been dubbed the UK's worst attraction. Shit. <laughs> So that really, really excites me. Yeah, I mean, it's been in endless news stories. It's been in the news constantly about how crap it is. Yeah, so how could we not go? Yeah. So I hope you've got a drink that is on a suitable level for well, a shit attraction. Yeah, I thought, so I'm going to give you... I you? mean, I'll be honest, I cannot wait to hear your, your pairing here because they are tenuous at the best of times, so... I'm a well, bit worried. No, there's no playing words of anything this time. <laughs> of course not. It's basically to give it a little bit of a head start because I think it needs one. So I'm going to show you this and see what you think. Okay. Say what you see. <gasps> a Wrexham lager. A Wrexham lager. Uh, yeah, there's no link there whatsoever for Marble Arch. So that is, oh, that is half of oh. our drink today. Oh. So, oh. Let's just divide this between two glasses. Bear with. And then the other half. So I'm not really, I, I lied a bit at the start. I'm not really using my drinks trolley. These are from the chilled fridge. I was going to say, James, that Wrexham lager is definitely from our recent Wales trip. You have not gone out and bought that specifically, have you? I've been housebound. That's, right, okay, so, fair point, fair um, point. So this is one half of it. Part two of Say What You See, as I reveal this. <laughs> say it. It's a Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice, because we're making what is called a, a Turbo, turbo Shandy. Shandy. Now, ooh, it's Oh, fizzy. my God. Now, it's 50-50 lager and 
smell of ice. Just the original, you know? Yeah. It's a play on a shandy, right? Which is normally topped up with lemonade, but instead we're having alcoholic lemonade on top. Yeah. So I, I, as I think it needs a bit of a head start, we will get a bit of like... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, go on. I'm, I'm really listening here. We'll get a head start. So is your reason for choosing a turbo shandy is... We'll be a bit looser. We <laughs> might be a bit more entertained okay. by how rubbish it is. So... <laughs> Thank you. There's a full glass. Cheers, me. Can, can I just say, before I take a sip, Yeah. I've never tried this before. Have you not? In my life. Oh, this I, is a very student drink for me. It is, but I've never, ever tried it. I was all for uh, cider and black instead. Mm. Okay. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. It's dangerous because... That is delicious. Now, before anyone says, um, Smirnoff is a 4% drink yeah and the Wrexham lager is five percent mm-hmm. so arguably it's only now a four and a half percent drink oh but like a shandy i fly through a shandy mm-hmm. so you're effectively drinking it twice as quickly you're so right so that's why it's dangerous so be responsible and all that stuff but- i could genuinely <laughs> down that instantly yeah, it's good isn't it? it's very very drinkable it's delicious in fact so i'm gonna put it when we go to the thing in my uh water bottle Clever. I mean, I'm pretty sure they won't have anyone checking. It's it's open and out there. I think we'll be absolutely fine. But I like that idea. Yeah, that's a what lot. I'm going to do. So that's our drink for today. It's a strong choice. I'm a big fan. Thank you very much. Now, do you want to hear a bit more about Marble Arch Mound? Yes, please. Because actually, as you've kind of alluded to, there's a lot of shit going down about Marble Arch Mound at the moment. Yeah. If you have listened to any previous episodes, you will know I love me a petty dispute. A bit of like local council, someone's fucked up, absolutely up my street. And this is completely what this is. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go on the website, in fact, because I will say one thing, James. Yeah. The website looks quite professional. It's got a nice logo. Got a lovely smiling man on the front. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah. And one of the first things it says is London's newest outdoor attraction. Tick, tick, tick. Tell me more. It also says, commissioned by Westminster City Council, the Marble Arch Mound is a temporary installation that brings a renewed excitement about the area and manifests the council's visions of a greener, smarter future together. Wow. A lot of buzzwords. Do you know what that sounds like? Well. You know, in The Apprentice, when they come up with a, a load of gumph about what they've just come up with, yeah. this sounds like what Synergy have come up with. Absolutely, 100%. I feel like you've hit the nail on the head there in terms of the whole summary of what it's been teed up to be is this big, incredible thing. And actually, I don't think I've probably explained what the Marble Arch Mound is. Essentially, it's a structure. They say it's a park-like structure of trees and grass, but... It's essentially like some scaffolding with some astroturf slapped onto it to make it look like a bit of nature. And it gives you a view of Hyde Park from a new perspective and also down to Marble Arch. It's just a viewpoint. It's just... So you got some stairs that will take you up. you got a lift. So it's 25 metres. Yeah. That's not even that tall. No. That's like... Is that seven, eight storeys? 
it's not super tall, but I do kind of get what they're trying to do. Yeah. Because it's part of this massive like regeneration project for the whole Oxford Street area, which is the main shopping through fair in, in London. You've probably heard of it. Um, and they're trying to regenerate it. And after a really tough year, year and a half, they're just trying to encourage more people to be in the area and hopefully pop in the shops and spend a few oh, bob as well. This will fix it. Don't you think? This is this will solve it all. So you are saying basically what happened when someone pitched this idea. What a brilliant idea. However, yeah. it opened on the 26th of June. And it's sad to say it got absolutely slated. So everyone was like, it looks like a building site. It's a ripoff because it kind of sounds like something that might be free. Yeah. You're essentially just walking up to the top. Not free. How much? £4.50 for a standard ticket. Oh. £6.50 for a fast track. Okay. But I'm not sure what, what that means. Jump. Because it's just climbing some stairs. So <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I think perhaps you don't have to queue uh, to get on it. Um, so obviously, I think there had already been some people who were like, let's see what this is actually like. It was costing two million quid. Two million quid. Yeah. So a lot of people were like, right, let's see if it's worth it. And to say that it got a bit of a backlash at the start would be an understatement. Can you see what it was supposed to look like and what yeah. it does look like? Yeah, I've seen that. So go on, describe to me what do you, what's it supposed to Well, look like? I, I think it's supposed to look like, you know where the Teletubbies live? <laughs> It's yes. supposed to look like... I think this is your uh, second Teletubbies reference, by the way. I think you might be obsessed. So it looks like, you know, the Teletubby house, that little mound in the Teletubby yes. land. It looks like that, but a bit bigger. Mm. But this, the actual version, so they've done like a computer-generated version next to the um, actual version. The actual version's got loads of bins in it. <laughs> yeah, and like it's, the grass has, Yeah, the, the grass hasn't grown. And the trees aren't quite as bushy as they hoped, mm. and it just looks a bit bleak. It kind of looks like if a couple said, can you look after my house and all these plants for the next two weeks, and yeah. they left me in charge of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's all a bit ungrown. Lackluster. Yeah, a bit sad. A bit half arsed Yeah. Yeah, so it did not go down well, to the extent that just two days after it opened... The council suspended it and was like, we're closing it down for a bit. It's not ready yet. Devastated. We were gutted because we'd actually booked for the Monday following to do a podcast on it. So I was like, James, I can't believe it. They've already taken it down. I'm absolutely livid about this. It's been open since the 9th of August, which is last week, which we were supposed to go to on the opening day. Yeah. Isolation got in the way. But I'm very glad to say that we are off there today. What's more? Yeah. As well as closing it for a bit. They've reopened it in August for free. Zero pounds. Zero pounds. But I think they are going to start charging again in September. So at least we can go and tell people whether we think it's worth spending the money on. Yeah. Would Question you... I don't know the answer to. Yeah. What's underneath it? Uh, more scaffolding. I think it's genuinely just a, a shit ton of scaffolding. Um, would you like to hear a couple of quotes from people who have been... Yes. This is pre-opening again, though, to be I, fair. I've seen, I, I've seen two quotes. <laughs> I mean, just they're the same, right? I'll say one. Yeah. Laughing stock. I've got that. Yeah. I've seen that. My other one that I'd seen. Yeah. Worst thing I've done in London. Yes. Is that, if you get that. <laughs> that was another one. Um, and that was someone called Emma Wright on Twitter, and she followed up when someone asked her more about it. She said, I love going to things that are so bad, they're good. <laughs> But it isn't even that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> if 
because that's true. I do love something a bit shit. This is just beyond shit, maybe. Yeah. Well, but- we've got to find out, though. Exactly. So I'm really, really excited. Um, as you may know, if you've listened to past episodes, we go to these places and we try and discover five interesting things for you. Yeah. Uh, I think we should open it up to... Go beyond the mound. Well, I've got one about the mound, which I think you're going to like, but then maybe about Marble Arch and so the surrounding it, yeah. area. No, it needs to be that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we need stuff because I haven't got many about the mound itself. Bombs up. I'm very excited for this, so it better live up to the very shit expectations we have of it. So cheers, James. Cheers. See you at the mound. We have just come off a very, very busy Oxford Street, and I look up and there's Marble Arch. Genuinely, I've never noticed that before in my life. Have you not? No. We stood outside Marble Arch Tube Station. Yeah. Next to a Waffle Meister. And shop. a surprise, surprise, a pret manger There's a pret. If you need to find it, <laughs> just ask where the pret is. It'll take you straight to it. Right. right. Should we cross over? Yeah. I'm trying not to look directly at the mound behind it just yet. I want, I want a big reveal once we've crossed over. I think if we walk out behind the through arch, the Marble Arch. Yeah, yeah. We'll go through it. That's yeah. Good. I am averting my eyes, keeping them away. I want that big moment, James. Avert your gaze. Okay. We are passing through the arch and there it is. Oh my God. There, there it, is. it is. In its glory. Marble Arch Mound. Oh, it's like one of the pyramids. I've got to say, James. Yeah. First look yeah. from this vantage. You can see a lot of the fakeness of the scaffolding. Yeah. You can see inside it. Yeah. That's an issue. It's not going to be the eighth wonder, is it? It's not. No, no. not quite. But hey, look, let's, it's not costing us anything. Big freebie. Exactly. Hi there, are you all right? Free to go in, no tickets needed. No tickets. Oh, great. Thanks, mate. Yep. So, <laughs> guess how many people are in the queue? That's right. None. Zero. And I did actually book tickets online just in case, but they said, you don't need tickets. Don't bother getting them up. Just head on in. Okay. Search area. Hello. Hi. Hi. I was no, a bit nervous go. there. Were you nervous there? I thought they were going to confiscate the turbo shanty. They said, can I have a whiff of that water? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that, that's not water. Right, right we are on. We go. Okay. Right, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, James, how sturdy are you saying this structure is? It's a bit like a festival stage. Yeah, but it's I don't, like, I don't I feel can... very safe. I do. Are you joking? I oh, know, you can see underneath. Yeah, there's know. like some gaps. Very hollow. Yeah, so if you look through the steps, you can just see all the scaffolding that's holding this thing up. But hey, we are, we are climbing. We're going to a vantage point. I'd say we're about halfway up. We're halfway up now. And it's got a great view of the road. Do you know what has got a good view of? Lots of London buses. Yeah, bus fans. Oh my God, you're gonna love it up here. Red vehicle fans, yeah. come here. And it's the corner of Hyde Park here. See, now this is the thing, this is what one of the people pointed out. When they planned for this, it was winter. And so the viewpoint from the artist's, artist's point of view, Yeah was of the park in its glory. Yeah. The issue is, in the summer, what have we got right in front of us? That's a tree. A huge tree that blocks out the entire view of Hyde Park. So is that the park through there? 
Yeah. Where are we at now? Okay, but, that's the park. So the point was you're supposed to have a wonderful view across the park. But at present it's blocked by some trees. Boo. Did why why it, didn't they think about in summer the trees get bigger? You I, learn that at school. <laughs> in the seasons. I don't know, but we should keep going. Come on. But look how steep it is. Like, we had a mound at school that you could roll down. Oh, you would not roll down this. No. You would die. I don't want to slam it. I, don't, I, I wouldn't worry. I think a lot of people have. I mean, this is quite a bleak view. <laughs> like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, maybe nine trees I can see. And they haven't even stuck a bush. They look a bit sad, don't they? Like, they could just put bushes everywhere. But why didn't they get more fully formed trees? Because they're obviously not growing here, because it's fake, right? So why didn't they just put in trees that were more bushy? What's in there? No, they are real. No, I know... It's just a hidden plant pot. Yeah, I know they're real, but in the... This is supposed to stay up until January. They're not going to fully flourish in that time. No. And they weren't... They didn't start their life here. My point is, why didn't they put in fully formed yeah. trees at, at this point? Another question for them. <laughs> I think they've probably had quite a few questions at this point. Right, keep going. I want to get to the top. The final view. Oh my God. There it is. We made now, it to the summit. We're at the top. And I still can't see the park. <laughs> they made a bit of a faux pas on this, didn't they? <laughs> they really did. <laughs> um, oh, do you know what? Let's walk over here. I'll show you where the real view is. Right. This is more like it. On the north side, I'm going to say. Yeah, no one talks about the north side. The north side? You look into the building site of a brand new office block with an incredible crane. Oh, it's a lovely crane. What type of crane would you call that? That's a cantilever crane. Have that's, you made that up? No, it is. It's a cantilever. Do you, know what, do you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. This is a perfect time for a little tour of Shandy. Yes, it is. <laughs> Turbo. With this beautiful view. It's a crane. Mmm. Turbo power. Mmm. Oh my God, look at this. It really amplifies the experience. Yeah, it does. Ooh, this it's, is a steep drop, this side. It's a real steep drop. If you don't like um, heights, I wouldn't recommend coming over to the north side. How do you know it's the north side? You got your compass out? No, because I think it's the north side. Because that's well, the wheel over there. I'll be well impressed if it is. I have okay, no so sense of direction whatsoever. Compass. Hey! Jesus yeah. Christ, do you just, like, feel the vibes? I have a an internal direction because look you can see BT Tower over there and the, and the Thames is clearly over but there but that means nothing to me well I know where we are okay do not wear stiletto heels no I was going to but I'm glad I didn't because yeah. you would go through the, the whole floor is like perforated you would die right should um, should we have some interesting things otherwise yes. I feel like this experience is going to be over very quickly right so if we come over to the north east side oh um, we're right on the corner now. Yeah. And see, that's the actual marble arch there. Yeah. The initial. Which, can I just say? Yeah. Not a very good view of it. No, you can't see it. <laughs> a bush is in the way. You a real tree. You can't see it. So the initial idea for this mound was to cover the marble arch. 
what? They wanted to cover it up, um, but the experts, the building experts said that covering up for that extended period of time might weaken the joints and it might fall down. Now, I don't understand how something being in the dark can weaken it, but that's what the experts said. And they said, no, you're not going to cover it up. So it's here instead. But I'm so confused. Why would they want to cover it up? Surely that's what you're here to look at. Maybe to be part of it. Maybe to flow through it and, and be uh, integrated into it somehow. I don't know. I haven't seen the plans, but wow. it was to initially be kind of covering Marble Arch. Which well, is actually beautiful. That's not really nice. I can so see the beautiful. Why would you cover that? But also, I wonder because there's an immense scaffolding structure internally in this. Yeah. I wonder if it was going to weaken it because there were going to be resting parts of it on it. Well, maybe. But the reason that they said was that being dark might weaken oh, right. the joints. <laughs> okay. That doesn't sound very scientific. And I've got an engineering degree, and I don't understand that. No. So anyway, that's my first thingy. I like it. Ding ding. I also have something to tell you about this place that has fascinated me. Yeah. Mostly because I love a little bit of drama. Yeah. So do you remember when I said that this thing cost two million? Yeah. Well, that's what they said when it opened. I cannot understand. Oh, is it more? <laughs> You're right. I can't understand how it's two million. Yeah. So it's come out very recently. And it actually costs how much? Give it a little guess. Double. I don't Triple. know this. Triple. It cost six million pounds. They um, went over the budget. Shit. And what's more, the deputy at the council, God, his name escapes me right now. Jeff. Jeff at the council, he was in charge of it, has had to resign. Oh. Very recently. Jeff. Because of this project. So we well, are up here having a lovely time and poor Jeff has lost his job. Well, this is a lot for, for six million quid. Yeah, no. You know when Kevin McLeod goes on Grand Designs and they're like, how much is that going to cost? Yeah. And they go, two million quid. And you go, that's a lot. But I don't understand. It is big. It must be running costs as well, but... It's absolutely massive. Ultimately, it's just a bit of scaffolding and some moss. It is. So, yeah, I feel like someone's done a big win here. Uh, I don't know who, maybe the scaffolding company. It yeah. certainly wasn't the council. What I will say is from an aesthetic point of view because the artist the artist I cannot say that I've had too much turbish I? the artist impression made it look bloody lovely yeah but for me the issue is when you get up here it is just scaffolding and the view is blemished by obviously they can't just let you hang out because it'd be very unsafe and that's illegal so, oh your head out yeah Go so on. there's wires like cable wires what do you call them that's cable yeah that come down every 10 centimetres or so. I could, so get my, I could get my head through it. You could. But in general, when you look out to the skyline, you, you just see a load of cables. Look. Okay, James has got his head out. <laughs> please don't get stuck. That actually, please do. I think it would bring an extra level of excitement. Well, that's two, two things, don't you think? Ding, ding. There's something. What? Right. What's something? No, this is just, I've never noticed or known before. What? Look at that. It's not one of the things I plan to talk about, but Marble Arch has got skylights. So? Like all over it. Okay, so I've got something to tell you about this. You've oh. jumped the gun a little. Oh, okay. But that's fine. Marble Arch yeah. has got rooms in it. Has it? It has. Genuinely didn't know that. Like, I can see one, two, three, four, five, six, 
six skylights and a chimney. So it has three small rooms in it, right? Yeah. Which were used as a police station from 1851 until at least 1968. A cop shop. I know. Now, what I say about it is, it sounds like they're not being used at the moment, or at least we don't know what they're being used for. Whack that on Airbnb. Yes. What are you saying? I just, I want to go in it and have a look around. Do you know what? They would make more money if the council rented out those Airbnb rooms. Yeah, central location. <laughs> Across a year than this place is going to make. Great views. Well, not at the minute, because there's something in the way. Should we try and get in? If anyone knows anyone who works at the Marble Arch, Arch. <laughs> uh, can you get can you message us because we want to go in and have a nosy can you imagine having to write your address <laughs> marble arch marble arch <laughs> postman will be like i'm sorry i can't find you um what are you doing <laughs> What are you doing? Well, doubt in my mind now that that's not a cantilever crane. Oh my god, is it playing on you? I'm yeah, fine. it's all I can think about. And I'm up here. <laughs> Try and enjoy the view. <laughs> Try and enjoy the nice view. And I'm like, what kind of crane's that? What is it, James? Typesofcrane.com. Oh, this, you have really let yourself down. Tower, it's kind of like a tower crane, but what kind of tower crane is it? I mean, please, How many types please of tower crane are there? Put us out of our misery. 14 more. I wonder whether this website has pictures, because that would really help my day. You're looking for, like, the reception guide, aren't you? The picture book. Yeah. Or oh, it might be an aerial crane. Might be an aerial crane. Right, James, I'm yeah. just, just going to say this to you. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is a podcast. Oh, fine. No okay. one can see the crane. Yes, just, I know. What did you call it? A cantilever crane. It's, it's a cantilever crane. I think we've seen all we're going to see up here. We've been here, how long? Maybe eight minutes? <laughs> We've done it all. I mean, it's not big. No. How many people would you say is up here right now? Uh, 30. Yeah. Not super busy. There's a lift. Very COVID friendly. It is very Outdoors. COVID friendly. Breezy. Um, there's two customer service team members who... I've chatted to both of them. Lovely. Yeah, very nice. 10 out of 10 for your customer service team. Yeah. But no, let's go down because there's something like really, really interesting in this area that I want to find. All right, cool. I just want to take some pictures briefly okay. um, through the gaps just to see what's under. I'm going to pretend to tie my lace okay. just to see what's under. Okay, and we'll post them on Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, tipsy tourism on the Insta. Like, we're down now. Yeah. From here, it looks dog shit. Do you know what? There are parts of it that look really nice, but it's, they haven't applied the same method everywhere and there are parts of it that just look too angular that it couldn't possibly look natural yeah they just need to stick it a few bushes like, on it it looks like top set designed the sides of it and bottom set were left with like <laughs> the gradient but why don't they just go to home base like if it was full of bush it would look good right go on i think you said you had a, another little yeah. tidbit for me as we look at marvel art look yeah. how big and grand it looks right there grand it's lovely isn't it mm. But did you know that it hasn't always been here? What? So it was actually built and slapped in front of Buckingham Palace first. Right. And then it stood there for 17 years and then they were like, nah, don't like it here anymore. Hang on, is it on wheels or something? And it took them three months to move it here. Oh. So I think three months is pretty quick though. 
I mean, look at it. Should we walk up to it a little bit more? Yeah. They so, moved it. Why did they move it? So Buckingham Palace got an extension. Yeah. And then they were like, no, well, it, it doesn't. They whacked a conservatory on it. It's more the conservatory. Right. Too. Um, and they were like, nah, doesn't fit in with it anymore. Get it out of my sight. So, yeah. who, who was the monarch? Victoria? The King of the Victoria, yes. <laughs> yes, Victoria was the monarch. So she was like, get it out of my sight. I like that fact a lot. And actually what you've said makes a lot of sense because I know that this area has not always been called Marble Arch. I bet it got its name when they reassembled it here. That'd be an amazing coincidence. That must be it, right? Yeah. Because before that, this area was called Tyburn. Tyburn. T-Y-B-U-R-N, Tyburn. After. So, very close by, in fact, I'm gonna take you on a little journey. We're gonna go find the Tyburn tree. It's named after a tree. Right, follow me, sir. And here we are at Tyburn Tree. Oh, so it's gone. So on the floor, it says the site of Tyburn Tree. However, it was never an actual tree. And to describe where we are, we're basically in an island right now. So there's traffic on every other side. Yeah. It's very noisy. Any guesses to what Tyburn Tree actually was? Is it, uh, was it a bush? It wasn't a bush. Was it a mound? It's got nothing to do with nature. Is it someone's ashes? Ashes is getting closer. Is it where someone was killed? Yes. Who? So it's where a lot of people were killed because Tyburn Tree was the site of public hangings. Here? Yeah. So this is what this area was so, so famous for. It was established as early as 1108. Am I saying that right? I always get that. 1108. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, the first recorded execution was 1196. And from 1571, right here was a wooden scaffold. Oh my God, so much scaffolding today. And it was erected in a triangular shape and it was able to host three hangings simultaneously. So this was Carnage. party, party central. Like- That's a lame party. The, the crowds here would go wild. Right, and I'm going to tell you more about it, but let's get off this traffic island. because yeah. It's probably not the best to listen to. Oh, and we are settled in Hyde Park, which is literally across the road from where Marble Arch is. So it's actually a really good area to come to. It's lovely. There's loads to do around here. Absolutely lovely. But let me pick up because I honestly find the Tyburn tree history absolutely fascinating. Go on. So, as I mentioned, around that area where the hangings were, it was so, so popular. It was like a form of entertainment. So people would come and it started to be a place where co people come and speak before the hangings, which is why, have you heard of Speaker's Corner? No. So there's, it, it's very famous, I promise. Yes. <laughs> Speaker's Corner is in Hyde Park now. Yeah. It's literally just, just over there, but it's because it moved from where they did the hangings and it just became a really popular place for orators to come and like talk to all the crowds. An orator. An orator is like a professional speaker. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Um, and when the highwayman, Jack Shepard, was hanged here, yeah. guess how big the audience was, or was said to have been? Um, 100,000. 200,000. Shit. 200,000 people were said. 
And what happened was the huge crowds would follow the condemned on a three mile cart ride from Newgate Prison so that's in Hoburn, yeah. all the way down here. So it'd be like a congregation of them all following it. 200,000. Yeah. But this is the bit that I think you'll really like. And it ties in so beautifully to this podcast. Go on. So from this area and from the hangings come three popular phrases. The first one is one for the road because it was a practice that the people who were coming here to be hanged during that cart journey, they'd be allowed to stop for one last drink somewhere. So like a final meal? Yeah, but they'd have a final drink. And that's why they would call it one for the road. It was the road down to Marble Arch. Nice. Then the second phrase that comes from it are the prison guards. One of them would have to stay sober, not get their drink on. Speaking of which, just let me have a quick. Okay, go on. Yeah, they, they would have to not be on the beers, son. Turbo. And what's another name for a cart? <laughs> a wagon, you say? A wagon. A wagon. And that's where the phrase on the wagon comes oh. from. Or more, more popularly now, you've fallen off the wagon. Yeah. Means that you've, uh, you've given in. And you're having a drink. And you're having a drink. And the last one, because it was a massive, massive party time, yeah. public holidays, everyone will have a bit of a bad head by the next day. So that's where the term hangover comes from. Hangover comes from yeah. a celebratory thing. After coming to watch people get hanged. What? Isn't that, doesn't, isn't that such a good, like, in, I love finding out where words come from and things like that. Did you like that? I feel like, love that. I feel like that could have been like three. That could be three, but you're going to get one for that. Yeah. You don't um, need one because then we're there now. Yeah, that's four five. Well, we're done. We are done. I, have we got any turbo shandy left? Go for it. Finish it off. Mm. Delicious. Well, that's been quite fun. Do you know what? It was good. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> well. well. Save, save it. it. Save it. Save it. Let's get back home for one last turbo shandy and we'll give you our final thoughts. We are back with another turbo shandy. Let me have a little cheersy there, James. It's a bit flat. Straight in. Mm. Turbo barman. Do you know what? I'm a bit bloated. It's quite fizzy. There's a lot going on there. This one's flat. Oh, well, for me, I think I've gone a step too far. Anyway, I'm, I'm missing the point here. We've just been to the most exciting tourist attraction in the whole of the UK. Probably the world, actually. Um, James, did you have fun? I had fun. Because you had great company? No, looking oh. at the spectacle of it mm. and, and the, the decisions that had been made to how it got to be there. <laughs> yeah, that is fascinating. I love thinking about the layers that that must have gone through in Westminster Council to get that signed off. I love thinking about the level of bullshittery that must have been presented in some boardroom somewhere. Well, on the way back, I was reading, I do know where it's from, but someone got the idea for it after seeing a massive staircase. Oh, no. Someone saw a staircase in another country. Just that, a staircase. Like. It was a scaffolding staircase that went all all the way up to the roof of an uh, of a building. Okay. And they were like, "That looks that, all that scaffolding there. That looks great. Let's get one here." And that's where the idea came from. But what country? 
where? Oh, I don't know. Come on, you um, can't just say someone saw some stairs somewhere. Like, come on, James. You need to be ready with the facts. Marble Arch Inspo. Mound. It's probably hashtag on Instagram. Staircase. I think it was 2016. Hold Jesus. on. Don't you love how much James researches? That's what I would say is best Found quality. It. Oh, go on. Rotterdam, 2016, there was a staircase that went all the way up to some building. Still at... saying some building. Come on, some s- specifics, please. Staffelden... Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's just scaffolding. I am. I'm, I'm going to find it. It's called the Staffelden... <laughs> it's called the what? It's called the Scaffolding Stair in Rotterdam. Look at it there. You see oh, it? Oh, see, right. However, I'm looking at it now with thine eyes they they have really embraced the scaffolding side of it though like the mound they've covered the scaffolding with bits of astroturf right yeah this in rotterdam is and if you google rotterdam scaffolding stairs it will come up like they're making the most of it they're going look at this it's art look how many poles are going up which i would say is the opposite of the mound because they've hidden it all under some grass and yeah. moss. Yeah. And the occasional tree. Indeed. Um, I had fun. I had a lot of fun um, because I fully expected it to be a bit shit. Yeah. And actually, there were parts of it that I thought were quite nice. I learned some stuff. I, le- I learned bits. There were some nice plants growing in parts. Oh, I didn't see them. Um, The staff were lovely. Ah, oh, the staff. There was a woman at the top. I didn't get her name. I'm yeah. going to assume it was Sue, but she was lovely. Yeah, and she really, you could see the the sorrow in her eyes a bit that she was like, there'll be a cafe soon yeah, and there'll be an art installation soon. And then it'll be brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. And then it will be brilliant. Um, do you know what I did like about it? And perhaps this is my favourite part. I would never think to go to that area of London because you're at the top of the most commercial street in the, in the entire city. Yeah. And you'll buy like all the... The tourist tat shops. So I would many. not go there. No. And there's cars all that. It's noisy. And I'm not painting a good picture of it, but there's loads of history in that area. Yeah. There's loads of amazing buildings. And the park. And the park is right next to it. Plus, right right in front of Marble Arch, we didn't actually say this, they've got um, ping pong tables. Uh, yeah. And so these guys are out playing ping pong and there was just a really nice city feel to it that you wouldn't see that in many places, that in front of this massive historic monument, some guys just chilling out, playing some ping pong. I don't know. I quite like being able to visit the area. Is that your phone that just went off? No. Oh my God, was it mine? And I've called you out. Oh my God, it's it's mine. Oh, Jeremy. I'm sorry and turn it off and just very, very popular. Jeremy Clarkson used to do that in Tocket all the time. (laughs) Did he? Whose phone's that? It's yours. It's yours. Um, What was your favourite part, James? My favourite part was uh, looking between the steps and seeing all the (laughs) scaffolding. Because that's actually quite impressive. Yeah. I did also like seeing the roof of Marble Arch. Yes, that's cool. Never seen that before. Um, But there's not a long list of things that I did like about it. I loved finding out about where those words came from. Like hangover. Yeah, that to me has blown my little mind. True, but that's not the mound. No, it's not. It's not. But I liked it from our our little day trip. Yeah. That wasn't too bad. Okay, I feel like we're gonna struggle on the next uh topic question that I always ask. 
What do you think needs improvement? It needs a cafe. It does. It needs an art installation. It needs some more... It just needs more bush. It does need more bush. It is bushless. So it just needs more of everything. But I've got a big question for you. If there was a cafe... Yeah. And if there was an art installation, would you be willing to pay £4.50 for it? Because that's the difference. They will... When they open, people will be charged. It won't be free anymore. I think £4.50 is a low amount of money. Okay. So it's not a huge amount. I don't think that's all right. It is? No, but... No, actually, no, it's not. It's not worth it. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. It's not. It's the kind of thing that I think is good to do, but I would expect it to be free, especially if they're trying to increase footfall in the area. It's one of those things that you put money into in the hope that it regenerates and comes back to you in different areas. They could stick sense. a donation box on it. Yeah, yeah. But to charge people to climb up... Like, there are so many other free points that you could go to. Do you know what, for me, really needs improvement, which they're not going to be able to improve on, but it's the view at the top? Because the way that the... I forgot what they're called Trees. again. Cables. Yes. Block the view. It just looks like you're in some kind of jail, scaffolding jail when you're looking out. Right. And then the trees itself block the view. So you can't actually see that much from up there. So I'm going to start a petition to chop all the trees down. Hyde <laughs> Park. Yeah. Just, just so, till January. Yeah. To be fair, if you go perhaps in late autumn, you probably would have a cracking view. You know, when the leaves have gone from the trees. Yeah. That would be my top tip with it. Definitely. Um, so was it worth it, James? Well, it's free. Was it worth your time? Um, not the mound. The other stuff around it, I found interesting as a whole package. I think it's the kind of thing that if you wandered past, saw it was there, you're in the area anyway. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, I don't need to book a ticket. I can go on it for free. Fun. Six but million quid. I wouldn't make the journey especially. Yeah. No. It's a lot of money, isn't it? So here's the big question. Hold on, yeah. Marks out of 10. <laughs> I've gave an extra point for the woman at the top. Nice. And it's a four. Okay, I've gone in with a 4.5. Okay. Yeah, so quick maths, 4.25. Correct. That's our overall score. I feel a bit bad, especially like whoever... <laughs> is behind this has been shat on so much already we're not helping but look it's true what people say it is a bit of a disappointment isn't it yeah so that is it for this episode thank you so much for listening we are so grateful that we were able to get out and about this week oh my god so lovely maybe i gave it extra point as well just because it was the first time i've been out anywhere in a week <laughs> so it should have been a three yeah oh maybe um Please do continue to rate and review the podcast if you can. Um, James, please, please write something. Oh, have we had any nice ones of recent? Yeah. Uh, someone says, who said, Ellen said, love this podcast. Can't stop looking at post boxes now. Oh my God. We get tagged in so many and we love it. Please continue. Uh, if you don't know what we're going on about, you need to go back and listen to the Postal Museum episode. And thanks to Alscan11. Nice name. Interesting facts with the added fun of seeing which one of you will slur their words. <laughs> it's absolutely you this time. Not me. Um, and also, well, we didn't say this, but we also went for a drink at a German beer market. <laughs> Jane. After 
after recording, so there's an extra bonus. No there's, turbo shandy there. We should I know, have known. I know. I did actually look, but it was German beer. They had no smellifices. Disgusting. What a disgrace. Right, that is it. We're done. Do you want to do a little clue for next time? Ooh. Ooh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. What is the clue? It's. It is like proper tourist film. Oh, yeah. You will have 100% have heard of it. No doubt. we have not been. I've not been. No, I haven't been, I don't think. I think you would know. No, but I've been to like, can I say... Knockoffs. I've been to a knockoff. Oh, okay. That's a good clue. James has been to a knockoff, but we haven't been to the legit one. That is coming up in the next episode. So we'll see you then. Cheers! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.